it's pretty easy to pick Kayla Rodriguez out from the throng of art vendors in Union Square Park. She's standing over a table crowded with loose stones, wires, and mannequin hands dripping with jewelry. She's wearing a copper crown that wraps under her eyes and across the bridge of her nose, adorned with spikes and a single blue stone. It's like she's the queen of an I Spy picture book. My name is Kayla Rodriguez, but everybody outside calls me Kelo K, which is uh, Dominican slang for what's up. Uh, we are at Union Square right now. It is noon. The sun is out for the next 25 seconds, and we're vibing right now, yeah. She's been out here since about 5 in the morning. You've got to be up early to get a good chunk of land before the park fills up with other vendors. But you wouldn't be able to tell from the energy Kayla projects. Today marks just over a year since she began making her one-of-a-kind creations. And it all started with a bathtub smoke session during quarantine. I'm Shannon Geary, and this is Automatopoeia, a podcast about the people and places of New York City. In this episode, Letting the Stones Guide You. Instead, I just rolled a J, and I made a little uh, one-hitter, kind of like a joint holder with a paper clip. Kayla liked it so much, she took a photo right there in the bathtub. She shows me the picture. In it, she's proudly pinching a stretched out paperclip handle between her fingers. It ends in a decorative loop with a joint through it. And I fell in love with it, I use it every day. And then my girlfriend was like, you should like do something, you know, like you got some stones, you did that little thing, like maybe make some more. Kayla started by making about 20 joint holders and posting them on Instagram. They sold out in two days. With her acting career on hold because of the pandemic, it seemed like a good time to expand business and try something new. I looked up like vendor rules and laws in New York and you can sell art on, in the streets. So I just like brought a towel out and a chair and stones and wire and people would come up to me and I like in the first day I think I made like 100 bucks. People will bring her little treasures and she'll make them custom jewelry on the spot. She'll take that loose charm from a broken necklace sitting in the bottom of your dresser drawer and give it a new life. I'm not like, I'm very not commercial. Like I cannot duplicate, which is why I don't make things twice because I, I literally just suck at it, so. It's more than a craft for Kayla. It's an expression of her spirituality. Each stone and crystal has a meaning behind it. Each piece meant to guide her customers towards what they need in life. My mom and my grandmother are both brujerias, which is like Spanish witches, basically. They practice witchcraft. Um, all my life and it was pretty scary for me I'm not gonna lie like I had a bad or I guess like negative experiences with spirituality like not from them but like from people in my life family members friends just weird experiences that like wanted me made me want to just like back away but Kayla reconnected to her spirituality after she started her life in New York City started you know when you move to New York everybody asks you what your zodiac sign is so that's kind of how I got into it I was like I learned my zodiac I learned my big three I learned my damn chart I downloaded all the damn apps you know I never I literally never used to believe in stones I used to be like fuck stones now I, I, I have opened myself up to that and so now I'm more accepting and more I feel it more I'm like more in tune I've decided to like focus on that and so now I'm in tune with things that I wasn't I was maybe scared of before so it's like opening up to new experiences you know Kayla and her creations travel all over the city. Sometimes she's in quiet cafes or libraries or out in the sunshine like at Union Square. 
and other times. She's making jewelry in the dark during a queer disco party in a Brooklyn nightclub. For these events, it's great to have a friend by your side. We out here making jewelry on the spot. That's Enrique, one of Kayla's close friends, an assistant from the night. He's wearing a furry black coat and swaying to the music as he arranges jewelry at her sand. He was one of Kalo K's first customers and remains her most loyal. The one of the first pieces I got, it was, well, she had posted this one. It was like a blue stone. It was um, like silver wiring, a blue stone, and then the, uh, more silver wiring. He braved a snowstorm to pick up the piece last Christmas Eve. Since the day we met on Christmas Eve, it's been like, I don't know, just like her vibe and everything is amazing and the work she does. She's like an amazing artist, an amazing person, so yeah. Those stones, I'll tell you a little bit about them. Carnelian is the orange one. It's good for Taurus's cantus chakra, the sacral chakra. Kayla says what you believe in doesn't matter. Magic, good luck, earthly vibrations, or maybe nothing. But being open to new experiences. Open to reinvention. And open to following that whisper in your head telling you to go for it. That is what Kalo Kay is bringing to the table. All wrapped up in wire and stone. This episode of Onomatopoeia was created by me, Shannon Geary. Onomatopoeia is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. Joanne Ferrion is our executive producer and professor. Original theme music by Lee Feldman. Other music by Blue Dot Sessions. Logo design by Sunny Bean. Special thanks to Columbia Digital Librarian Michelle Wilson.